it's just different. Hopeless at one point, and they have an opportunity to make you go harder, make you get in that booth and just really express that hopelessness. Like, man, y'all don't understand. This is like, you know what I mean? You dig from a different place. That, that bottom of your soul, that pit, homie, where, your, where, where you felt like the shit was... Shit, if in your mind it ain't gon' happen, shit, it probably won't I took some risks, some people probably won't That's how we're grateful for the fruits of all my labor Hard to live and know you sick, I'd rather be with my creator Think the time's up Alright everybody, welcome back to Foreign Sight Podcast This is your host, Mike Ovi And it's your boy, London Ogletree, back for some more gems What's up, Ovi? Not much, man What's going on here, end? Nothing much, man. Nothing much. Back for another episode, man. I'm excited for this one because these are topics that that kind of sit close to my, I wouldn't say heart, but just everybody who comes to me with stuff. So I'm excited for this one. Yeah, most definitely. I think this is going to be a big one, you know, and, uh, and a crucial one. I think this is uh episode that really is going to hit home to the culture, like you said, and uh, many people can relate to this. Many people talk about this subject. So we're going to get right into it. So this is going to be titled Double Standards Are an Inherent Part of the Game. We're going to start this off is that it seems that in our culture, it seems that people really do not like double standards that are present amongst men and women. What do you think about that? Um, yeah, we, we live in a double standard uh, generation. I, I wouldn't say, like I said, I hate saying the generation, but just in life and older, younger whatever so we definitely live in that double standards life so it's, it's something that we need to talk about and kind of go from point to point to see who is at fault or how can we re- resolve this problem maybe somebody needs to hear that yeah most definitely i mean just some of my background and my thought process as far right. as double standards um i just feel like double standards are really kind of inherent towards biology and polarity between men and women it's not a matter of right or wrong or who's at fault or who's not at fault, but I just think that these are just responses that happen as a means of men and women trying to be a balancing act and uh, trying to be complementary towards one another. That's right. the way we've always looked at double standards. It's not something that, in my opinion, you know, you can get angry about or you should be angry about, but just learn how to adapt. Now, I think the way that people have perceived double standards or uh, how they deal with them, I think that's what's really sort of become the point of contention. But we're here to talk about it and try to make some sense of this. All right, let's take this off. All right, so the first point on the, uh, on the script that we have is male versus female body counts. So first and foremost, do you think that there is a double standard between male and female body counts? And what would that be? There's definitely a double standards with males and females with their body counts, just because, I mean, for me, I can only speak for myself, but as a, for me, as I look at a woman, I look at their, at that area as to be like a staple, like a rock. So it's like, for me, it's like, if you just giving that, giving that up like countless times to numerous dudes, I look at you like, dang, like to me, I look at that as a temple. And I res- to me, I respect women more than I respect men. It sounds horrible, but so it's like when a woman, I expect men to kind of answer your question, I expect men to do these dog things. But like with a woman, I feel like if they hold it down, it brings up more value for them from their perspective. So I don't know, maybe, maybe I should start valuing men more, but I just look at women as like, they should respect themselves more because of, I, res- I respect them more. So when they when they don't, I'm like, dang. So it kind of hits hard on me because 
what I've seen my mom and how she stood 10 toes or whatever, even though I don't know my mama's sexual life, but it's like, that's kind of how I saw her. She moved right. So I kind of look at women that way as well. So maybe you can give a better analogy with everything. Well, so what I would say to that is that, um, like I said, going to biological and also societal norms, um, it seems to me and what I've always heard or what I've always understood is that um, body count tends to translate towards a person's um, decision-making and the thought process and what they perceive out of life, right? So for example, a guy who uh, has a high body count, has a high notch count is usually perceived as is what a player, a guy who's good with women, who's um, a catch, you know, those type of things. And then a woman who has a high body count, um, fair or not, or right or not, is usually perceived as a person who um, has struggles committing to one particular partner because she's always, I don't want to say she's always, she has a, she has a tendency to um, experiment with her body with multiple partners right right so to that what do you think do you agree do you disagree is there something the reason to me i really think women i'm not saying all women but like uh if for women i think a woman will hold it down for the most part but most women do jump off the ship and kind of go towards that high body count because of one emotionally they might be hurt by a significant other in the past they might have household issues growing up and they're just trying to fill the void, which I've dealt with several women where I'm like, why are you trying to fill that void? And kind of the feedback they give me is like, I looked back at it, I was trying to fill the void because I had dad issues or I had mom issues or my ex hurt me. So they they kind of act out in that way. And then when they realize like, oh shoot, I'm 20, 30 bodies in, I, would, I shouldn't even have done that. Whereas a man, we're just out here trying to be just, it's like a competition out of way. Like, let me go get this girl, this girl, this girl, this girl, because we think in our minds, that's cool. Something about me and people like, they're so surprised about my body count is because mine isn't as high as the most. They're like, you must be a, you must be a this, you must have all the girls. I'm like, honestly, I really just don't really care that much about it. Like I like it, but I'm not about to go crazy. So I think for men, it's just, we trying to be cool. Women are trying to fill the void maybe of hurt, but some women, might just do it because they like to be have fun like men they might have that same mindset as men but i think women to answer your question just they want to feel that void and something that's hurting them in the past or because a lot of women are going to hold it they're going to hold the fort down for their man most likely and then maybe that man might have messed their minds up and made them get to that level so mm-hmm. now i'll take it to some, some of the personal examples i've experienced so like right. you talked about um us as guys i mean you get this especially playing sports and being an athlete one of the one of the main points of locker room talk is where oh hey how many how many girls you got how many girls you knocked down right. oh you knock out you knock down you know such and such did you take care of that did you knock that down so I think from the moment you start understanding you know sex and trying to you know trying to you know sort of sow your royal lows so to speak as a guy it becomes a competition like you talked about, right? Of how many women can I attract? How many women can I knock down is sort of that sense of pride, right? Then I know, especially having a lot of um, friends who are females who came from single parent households. And I actually had a conversation with an older gentleman, um, you know, and he kind of explained this to me pretty well. He brought some light to it. He was like, I mean, you have to think about um, young ladies who do not have father figures in their homes, like you said. they feel the way that they get that male void, that male attention, you know, sort of filled is by having 
multiple sexual partners, right? They're having to fill that, you know, missing piece. And you know, they, don't, they don't really understand how to, right. what attention, what positive attention, what positive affirmation from a male looks like. So then the way that they go about it is they try to think that, well, maybe if I'm a little bit more sexually liberated, maybe if I give them sexual attention, then that's he would what give me that he would give me that what i want yeah that fatherly love that fatherly affirmation that fatherly assurance right right and right. so now going back to is, is it a double standard yes it is um you know i think like you said um or like i said it's a matter of males uh being perceived that having a high body count as a male is a sense of pride and a woman who has a high body count maybe is a point or indicative of a sense of um sense of hurt or discomfort or discontent right. or maybe she's just uh very liberated and she was right. able to get there uh, very early in life and so as a result that means being uh free with her body and being able to experiment with who she wanted to but kind of just to give like one more point like you know how men like you said we'd be in the locker room we'd be like did you did you get with that you got that like that's like brownie points to us mm-hmm. so it's like we get the glow yeah i got with her she's about the finest in the class or whatever do you think women are doing the same thing with us though like what if they doing the same thing as us oh you got what <laughs> this dude he he on varsity he dropping 50 points a game That's most, most definitely like I'm, i was born but i wasn't born yesterday i think that definitely happens amongst <laughs> uh amongst women's circles it's just again it's a little bit more uh under the rug and like again men typically don't have as much of a filter um at least in, in a public space or an open space like we could talk about sex and it's kind of like oh he's just being a dude right he's just being right, right. but it's like if a girl's like talking openly about a about her body counter who she had sex with who she smashed or who she less smashed it's almost like even the way it's framed oh did you the guy did you smash the female versus the girl saying did you let him smash you see how it's already framed kind of differently so yeah. i think even in that it's almost like you can have that conversation with your girlfriends maybe um but i think definitely women have that talk amongst themselves for sure yeah. right all right yeah, that's a good starting point so now we're gonna add a layer to it and go into relationships so first of all do you think there's a double standard between male versus female cheating in relationships it's uh, a good question. This is the this is something I debate with women every dang time I speak on something like this. Like there is a double standards, but I I understand the double standards in my opinion on this one because, like I said, I look at women's that like vagina as a temple. Like I look at that as like that's their rock to me. Is like you get that as like the house to me. Is like you give up that is like you give you give up everything. So to me, when a man cheats. Like I said, we're just doing it. It's like a game. Like, I don't know why it's like a game. It's like how many girls I can get with. But like, say you're in a relationship and a man cheats on their woman. Mm -hmm. They're never going to leave their rock, their number one, their their real woman. They're not leaving their main girl, whatever. But they might go out there and do some dumb stuff because they get horny. And that's, that's what all women are like. Why would you do that when you got a girl at home? I don't know, but men just be like, I'm just horny. It's something different. It's something new. Where the woman is going to do something differently is they're going to look at that person that they're cheating with as if I wasn't with my man, mm-hmm. I could see myself with this dude dating potentially. 
So that's where it kind of gets a little deeper. Like, okay, so you kind of see a little connection with him. Like, I kind of like him because women don't, if you ask a lot of women, they but I don't like having sex because they don't feel good unless we have emotions tied to it. Mm-hmm. So they got to have some type of emotions or you don't, but some women, most women got to have emotions to be like, okay, this is like really great. Whereas like, to me is like, that's worse because I would never go just be with that little side girl, whatever you want to call these people nowadays in the lingo that we use. But it's like, I would never go be with them because I know what I have. And it's like, one, but you can't love me if you cheat. I'm like, well, that's just the guy. I said Martin Luther King cheated. So, I mean, not saying this right, but it's just every man has done it. I would say not Obi though. Obi's a, Obi's a ride or die. Me, I have, I'm sorry, but Obi's a, He's a good one. But women, I think it's just different because they have feelings attached to it, whereas men don't always have feelings attached to it. Maybe you can kind of point out some more details of where you think it kind of goes and how is it different or is it different? Well, from my from my vantage point, what I say is that uh, for a guy, you correct and I agree, but I, I think there's some context that either women don't want to accept or don't understand from a guy's perspective. Uh, One thing I've always held and I've always believed is that a man, his, his primal urge is to spread his seed right now that goes to our biology. A lot of women, when I say that they, they, they rebut that they're like, Nope, I don't want to hear that. Nope. That's, you should hold your, you should hold your urges back. I'm like, no, that's not how nature works. Right. Right. If you have a man who has a high ambition, has a high drive, has high sex drive, He's not just going to be able to turn that off, right? It's not a light switch, right? He's a human being. But saying what I'm saying, though, is that um, a man who decides to make you his wife knows that you can do certain things for him and to him that some random female can't, right? That's what I believe. Uh, So, for example, right, my wife, you know, she could... um, Let's say she cooks. Let's say she knows she's a good mother to our children. Let's say she's smart. Let's say she holds me down. She understands who I am as an individual. All those things are probably why I chose her to be my partner, as opposed to some woman who I just happen to see out in public or at a club or wherever. And she just, oh, she's attractive and and spur of the moment, bang, no, I just knock it down. That woman still can't provide me the value that my spouse, my partner uh, provides to me. Now, it poses the question, though, well, then why cheat? Why go through with it, right? That, to me, then goes on that individual man and his sexual discipline, his self-discipline. Is that potential lay worth the damage it can do to your relationship? If your wife finds out about it and she leaves you, is it worth taking that risk, right? That's the question men have to ask themselves. But um, again, I'm not a person who says things are particularly right or wrong. I just simply say that they are what they are and you have to understand the person that you're in a relationship with one and then um what are the limit the statutes limitation that you're willing to accept or not accept at least me talking and advising women i like i like how you said is it worth losing your spouse or your significant other to go do that and that's what men got to think about because that's what most men don't think about when they're in that moment it's like let me get with her. My girl ain't going to find out. It's like, if she do find out, was it worth it? And that's kind of what I have to learn with myself. I was like, it wasn't worth it because the green, the grass was not green on the other side. And you think it's cool, but when you get caught, it's like you freeze up, you, you don't know what to say. 
And then now you didn't broke a bond that y'all have and that you wish you had back. And it's like, it's not worth it. So it's like, keep your stuff in your pants and just walk away. And if that relationship don't work, then you can try to reach back out to that woman again. Or if you don't see her, then it's a million other women out here. So you got to just be, it's hard. <laughs> I no, it's it's extremely be, hard and extremely difficult. Yeah. And um, one thing I'll say is that, because um, we get into this you know, modern dating, right? And there's this whole time of high value man and the guy who makes a certain income and maybe he's seen as more of a catch and more of a commodity. Well, if that is the case, then he's going to have higher leverage in an in a interaction with a woman, right? Um, you know, for example, there aren't as many men that make six figures plus or even millionaires. There's not as many athletes, not as many rappers, right? So they're a rarity as opposed to a guy who's maybe making an average income he could be a good man a good person but he makes an average income so in in the woman's mind she might look at him and, and see only an average lifestyle right well that exceptional man every other female wants him so he now has his pick of the litter as far as what he what he can decide to be with it's not on a woman to say no you shouldn't do that because i don't like it or it's bad right, right? it's on the woman to be cognizant, like, okay, this guy makes a certain amount of money. He has a certain lifestyle. He lives a certain way. Am I okay with it? Right. And that's what I think women have to understand on that aspect. Now, flipping it uh, for the woman's side, right? Um, what I, what I noticed is that what you talked about earlier is when a woman cheats, I think the, the part that guys look at is for her to get to the point of cheating, there already had to have been some level of emotional attachment formed before she goes through with the cheating, right? So with that, a guy knows if a woman has cheated on him, or he thinks this, I, I, this is how guys think. If a woman has gotten to the point she's cheated on him, there is no, it happens for the moment. That meant that there is already something deficient or lacking in their relationship, whatever it is, whether it's money, whether it's intimacy, whether it's attention, whether he just wasn't good to her in the bedroom. Any of those things could be something where it's like, I'm not getting this at home, so I have to go get it from someone or somewhere else. What do you think about that? That's a, you hit the, like, you hit it right on the nail, like, literally. Like, they have to, and what I've figured out, women will check out months ahead before Absolutely. they actually break up with you i mean months and like so you might come home thinking everything good but hey baby what's up and they they taking it day by day going to sleep resenting you every day so it's like once they do that they're looking around they're not going to proceed really fast but they're going to look around slowly and then they might find somebody who slid in their dms or they might meet somebody that's like a friend or something at the gym and just over time like months or two just keep talking to them and think about, well, this guy's giving me something kind of what you said that my husband isn't giving me emotionally, physically, uh, mentally, like he's elevating me in so many different ways where I kind of want to see where this goes. It feels good. And then when a woman feels good, then he might be like, well, because he's still a guy at the end of the day. He's still trying to get with you, like, but he's just doing this smoothly. So if he says, oh, let's go like drink back at my place, she might go drink and then she just slipped up like, boom, and she's like, that's when they get him because like it took that guy a couple months to do it but he did it in a way that that her man wasn't giving her something and then he proceeded that so you hit you hit it right on the like now like honestly because that's kind of where we miss i had to deal with that situation with my ex where mm -hmm. where like she was checked out for months and i didn't even know mm -hmm. and i was like dang 
I, I didn't even know you was checked out for months. Or I got girlfriends, like that's my homies. And that broke up with their boyfriends. They'd be like, I've been like, they would tell me like, I'm so checked out. He don't even know I'm gonna break up with him. Like she told me this about four months before they actually did. I'm like, see, I can't, mm-hmm. it's kind of, it's kind of hard to be friends with girls. I'm like, dang, you really, kinda... it really is hard for me. It's, it, for me, it's, it's almost like being given the cheat code. Yeah. Like, so I say it's like giving the cheat code, but it also makes me not trust women. Cause I'm like, you don't just think like that. <laughs> the other woman on the other side don't think like that. So it's like, you giving me free game. Which vice versa for them, when I'm friends with them, I give them free game, but it's like, you making me just not trust women. Cause I'm like, it's not even that I don't trust women, but it's just like, basically do right by your partner is basically all it is. Cause if you do right by your partner, then this won't even get to that point. But if you do have a shaky relationship, my problem is, does the woman fold? Does the woman give up when things get hard? Like, will you be down to go to the extreme, go to counseling, go to these different things to try to make it work? Some of these women ain't going to counsel no more. We just breaking up or we're going to cheat or we're going to do something until we get into a toxic relationship. And that's kind of how I look at it with it. So, yeah. And we'll address that in the next point. But I think just to put a bow on it, I think um, the, like the male versus cheating double standard in the relationship. Right. I think why, guys, because this is the main um, complaint I hear from women, both in person and you know on social media and everywhere else. It's like, well, why is it that it's OK quote unquote, for a man to cheat, but it's not okay for a woman to cheat. I can explain from a guy's perspective. The problem is that a guy knows, especially a guy who respects himself and is kind of dated for a little while. If a woman gets to a point of cheating, she's already checked out. Like the relationship was done way before the cheating ever happened. That was just the the icing on the cake, the the cherry on type of all of it. They just just as bad as men at that point, though, because it's like, what if we flipped in and said the same thing? I was checked out, so I cheated. You think that's about to fly? But that's why no. I say it's double standards on both sides. Cause it's yeah. like, they could say, well, I was mentally checked out. That's what all women say. I was mentally checked out. I was already over it. But if I would have flipped that thing and said, she like, why'd you cheat? I was already checked out. That doesn't make it right for you to do it. But if they said it would have been like, oh, it's okay, girl. The point you just brought up is going to be something that we address in a few moments, but you're absolutely correct. So again, double standards aren't about necessarily right or wrong. They're about realities. I'm going to keep saying it about realities and you have to be willing to accept them and adapt and adjust and uh most importantly stand firm on what your beliefs are your morals are and and hold firm to them because i think a lot of people let their um let their beliefs let their standards be non-fluid and or let them be a little bit too amendable it's like no if you don't tolerate cheating then that's just what it is if you don't tolerate your person being promiscuous then that is what it is now that also can mean that you lose out on maybe a, pro, a pretty good relationship with somebody, male or female, because of that one little point of contention. Is that is that enough of a red flag for that to end the relationship? You have to ask yourself that. Now, the next point is kind of similar, but tied in really to the whole theme of the episode is male versus female promiscuity. So is there a standard between male and female promiscuity? No, I'm gonna let you take this one because this is like your lane. You mean so <laughs> I'm, I'm gonna feed off what you gotta say i you kind of i feel like you're strong on this one um what i would say is that uh there is a double standard i think that uh again it kind of goes back to what we were saying before that um males being promiscuous is almost looked at as a badge of honor um from a standpoint if he could if he can attract a lot of women or if he's seen as a catch to a lot of women right 
that's only going to make him stand out amongst everybody else, right? That's only going to garner more attention. Like, I, I noticed being an athlete, one, and then um, also having homeboys who, you know, like were male models and had a lot of status, had a lot of clout. When you can attract women, it only brings more women, right? I think it's like, it's like <laughs> when you can attract women, it only brings more women, which means more options and more options means more opportunities, right? Now, men on average, right? Maybe out of 10 women, you if you're seen as a God, if you can nail two out of 10, right? But if you now take that to a hundred women, right? And you get any close 10%, or even 20%, that's 10 to 15 women more than the average guy who really can't, you know, whether it's not enough game, whether that's not enough attraction, whether that's not enough money, whatever the case may be. If you're seen as a catch, you only attract more women, right? Um, and you're looked at in a higher light. On the flip side, women, what I would say to that is that um, women garner attention from men much easier is what I think the, the assertion is, right? right? So a woman who gives away her sexual access easier is seen as easy or promiscuity or whatever other choice words, but it's, it's, it's the polarity, it's the flip side that a woman, her value is built on the fact that she's a woman and that um, what men are going to go after her inherently by nature. So it's right. on her to be diligent on the type of man that she chooses to lay with and chooses, chooses to select and right. um, create a family with is what my initial point to that is. I got so locked into what you said about women loves seeing other dudes with women. Uh, this is I had it. It's funny because it was actually yesterday, and I'm being kind of messy, but I mean I'm not. I'm not gonna go too deep into it. But like the no, girl, go go full. <laughs> the girl is the girl is really my home girl, but like another woman's not gonna know that. Yeah. So I've actually recently tried to talk to one of is is at the gym. One of these girls, mm-hmm. and uh, like she gave me some play. She gave me some play, but like. She wasn't fully engaged, but so I'm at the gym. I say hi, she says hi, I keep it moving. Mm-hmm. But like, cause I don't overstep my boundaries with women, but like I walked out of the room, one of the uh, stretching rooms with a friend, but she, at that time, that girl didn't probably know that. Mm-hmm. When I said like, she looked at me like, she's like, oh, why is he with this girl? I'm like, now you look at me hardcore versus mm-hmm. when I was just walking through here by myself. Like, why is that a thing? And right. then I walked down the stairs another time with her and this other girl looked and was like just look i'm like wow i'm like why does a woman want another guy because he has another woman bomb and they don't even know that's my friend but like they probably think it's like oh they're probably talking or they're probably doing stuff together but it's like that's where i think because women be like why do men only want to just get with a whole bunch of women that's not a good look but y'all kind of feed into that too it's like when we have the women y'all be like i want to come over here and play too like is like what's his name? Um, dang, the Brazilian guy. That dude got all the women. Dang, what's his name? Dan mm-hmm. Brazilian or something. Him, but I think his name. Um, in Cali, uh, it's like he got a bunch of women, and then a lot of women be like, "Man, I don't like that he's have a whole bunch of women." Blah 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 blah. But it's like they'll be the first to be like, "Well, if he says come over at his big old mansion and all this, they probably gonna go. He fly them out, and they probably go." So it's like. It just takes a big crowd of people to jump on the bandwagon. Even though I do think to get women, though, you need you need a bunch of guys 
on like no like no no like homo shit but like kind of like you need a lot of guys supporting your dreams and your goals as well like if you got guys like oh my god that's that's obi or something a girl gonna be like why is he over here so happy about that so it's both of them really if you get both genders then you're good but to get off the uh, topic but yeah definitely that was a great point that you hit with the whole girl needing to see girls by you so where I learned that was, like I said, being a former football player, fo football players and playing sports and playing athletics kind of teaches you that one. And then um, when I first, you know, started getting into the club scenes, you know, I had uh, older homeboys who would kind of take me with them and have me and take me under their wing. And so being in clubs and uh, seeing the social status and uh, what you're talking about or what you were talking about is all about social proof, right? When a woman sees, okay, this guy is already... Uh, attractive to another woman especially right. let alone that he's the life of the party he has a high network it already kind of reassures her in her mind I think that okay he's a catch like he's you know I can talk to him right as opposed to when the guy's just by himself it's like mm, I don't know whether I can trust him I don't know what he's about I don't know his game what if he's really he's lame boy's lame <laughs> boy's lame right so it's like if, if other women especially if she's beautiful especially if she's an attractive woman and then it's like this guy's around her. This guy has some, you know, has her come into the gym with him, working out with her. Like she's, you know, probably um, assured that this guy's like not a weirdo, not a creep. He's a guy of something that has something about him, right? Um, I mean, personal example, I remember when I started working out with women at the gym uh, when I was like 18, 19 years old. I'm just thinking, oh, it's just my homegirl. Like it's just whatever, you know what I'm saying? Like you said, but it would be like, I'd come work out with this woman and then it's like I get this almost like it's like where's she come from oh, what was that about you know that type of thing so I, I think that was one of the first instances of me kind of understanding like okay there's a competition I think that's what it goes down to is that there's a primal competition that goes into women say when it's a guy who they were probably thinking about but they weren't sure yet and then he brings a woman with him who's a child is like wait a minute no 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 I gotta Right. Step the game up, so to speak. I, my opinion, obviously. Give me all, all the free, free gyms. You know, we're messing all y'all men up. Yeah, <laughs> Give right, all the way right. to right. Telling them how we think, and all, man, it is what it is, bro. Blame him. We try to blame men, and we just trying to help the culture. So, all right. So now we get into male versus female double standards in a club. Mm. So do you think that man, that female double standards exist in a club setting, in a bar setting? Um, yeah, honestly, honestly, only reason why I think I don't think there's a double standards in uh uh in the club scene. I think for how I look at it, at least some people might look at it as double standards, but what I look at it is I'm 6'4, 250, 260 on my just normal weight days. Mm -hmm. If if I'm drunk yeah i can get roofied or i can get this type of stuff but like it's gonna be hard for a woman just to take advantage of me mm -hmm. i kind of get mad at like my friends that are girls or my ex whatever like i told her do not get sloppy mm -hmm. not because i don't want you to have fun because i just know how dudes are acting these days these people will slip something in your drink they might do something crazy just to get that one thing like that simple that's why i say i respect women because people go to the extreme to get what they want with that yep. situation so i don't think there's a double standard because when i women be like well 
you try to control me or you try to do this when I go out just so I can't have fun. I'm like, what I say is like, just be careful because I know how I am. If somebody play with mine, it's going to be Afghanistan. So <laughs> it's like, it's like if just protect yourself. And I always say, stay with your girls, go to the bathroom with your girls. My mom always taught me this. Tell your girl, don't put her drink down. Give it to one of her best close friends, not even some girls she met at the club, your girl girls. Hand it to them. Make sure they put like a napkin over it. She want to go dance with somebody. Do all that. So I don't think there's a double standard with that. Um, maybe the double standards of just dancing on every guy's. There is a double standard where it's like a girl can't. A girl can't just go to the stuff like this. If me, you, and some of our own homeboys from the gym all go to the club, mm-hmm. a girl come and dance on each one of us in the same group. We gonna look at her as you know what, but. If a guy went to go dance with every girl in the club almost and let her just ride up on him, he's going to be like, dang, he got all the girls. Right. That's what a double standard is, but it's not a double standard where I don't want you to get sloppy drunk versus me getting sloppy drunk. But there is a double standard with that of guys can do more in the club, girls can't. And then you got the whole guys go by. Because see, I hate going to clubs now, but guys can't really walk by women and grab them you know guys like grabbing girls by their hips excuse me i don't do none of that my hands be straight up (laughs) excuse me excuse me because like i don't want no woman coming to me talking about why you touch me like that like i'm not even worried about you little girl so i just put my head yeah because there'd be so many girls be like he didn't have to touch my hips to get by cool i just slide by you and just say excuse me like i'm not even trying to get to that point with y'all no more so it just depends on how goofy the man is. Men got to just know their worth. Like a lot of men just be so thirsty. And I give women that, that point. Like we, there is some men out here that's so thirsty that they just, they be saying the whole goddamn nine, like just goofy stuff. So it's, it's double standards. I'll let you kind of hit point on it a little bit. It is, um, especially the main one I hear get complained about or talked about is the the fact that women gain free access to clubs or women can on average gain free access to club. Like you have like, mm. you don't see men's night where men get in free. You see women's night though, ladies night. I know exactly. Right. Yeah, duh. yeah exactly. So it's, 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 that's the double standard that I see uh, in the club more so, but I think that's perfectly like to me, it's fine because first off, if I'm going to the club, I'm not trying to get in for no dudes, bro. I mean, <laughs> Yeah, you know I'm saying so. I'm like women, like that's part of the marketing for the club. You have to understand that, right? That's part of the brand. That's part of the promotion. So for me, yes, it is a double standard. Is it fair? I would say yes because yeah, it is, honestly. That, that, that'd be a draw for me. Like I'm okay, cool. I know there's gonna be beautiful women in there. Now again, I'm on. I just like the scenery and the maybe if you know, uh, I lock eyes with beautiful women and you know we find out what's going on. Then okay, great, but. You know, I'm not trying to go to a no sausage fest like easily. I'm glad I'm out, you know. So <laughs> that, from that regard, yeah, um, I think there is a double standard. But I think for me, it's like, it's, it's one I understand. You know what I'm saying? I got one for you. Is this a double standard? Mm-hmm. So you say you lock eyes with a girl yep. at the club. Yep. They say they say a man's supposed to approach a woman. Sure. Do you think the man should approach a woman as it's supposed to be quote unquote the th- right thing to do or is it double standard to say like a woman can come over there and talk to you because i feel like women especially in houston like they think they <laughs> i don't want to get on that part but do you think a woman should get 
come over to you as well if y'all lock eyes? Like, does that mean? Because I don't think locking eyes means come to talk to me, honestly. Um, I would say the guy should, right? Just on, just on setting the tone of the interaction, I think he should, right? Now, if I've known some women, and I and I'll say this, it's perfectly fine if a woman sees a guy who she likes or who she's feeling, it, maybe she sees something there and she decides to like you know, go up to him. Maybe she, she don't ask him for a number or nothing, but like, I've, I know there are some women who, when they see a guy she, like that they like, they'll come and they'll like walk by and kind of smile and do something like that, right? To like kind of hint like, yeah, that was that was genuine. I meant for that to happen, right? But to answer your question on, should I, do I think the male or the female should? The male should, because that sets the tone of the interaction better. Now, if you get rejected and she's like, oh, I wasn't looking at you. Okay, fine. All right, have a good night. No, boom, and keep moving. That's never my that's my thought process. What's that? I would never talk to you again once you come. Why? Why? Oh yeah, yeah, yeah. I mean, look, like when it we was good, at- like I'm good on it though. Like again, I don't take I don't take rejection too personally. Like it I'm is good. what it is. It's just like okay, I'm at the club. I saw. You. I'd rather go say hello and ask her, you know, what's going on, than just me and her playing the back and forth game of like, no, you come. Very great, yeah. Yeah, I'm saying, yeah, exactly. It's not the big deal. Now, old me at 18, 19, and 21 wouldn't have thought that way. I'm like, oh, she got to come up to me. I'm just going, you know, act like I'm too cool for school. But it's like, then <laughs> most likely it's not going to happen for you. That's not going to be a result. This is, a, this is the messed up part about it. Uh, we was at this club called Bottle Blonde in Houston. If you haven't went, check it out in Houston. Oh, it's like it's lit. Um, it's lit up in there. We we started off, you know, chilling. We walked in. Mm-hmm. Everybody was just um, sitting. We were just sitting, getting drinks, whatever. So we we went and got a section, mm-hmm. and you can tell the whole dynamic change. It was like like we sitting outside of the section at this point before we get a section. No, like women looking because I got two dudes with me at six four i got some other i got good looking dudes with me mm-hmm. so it's like at that point women are looking but they're not coming up we get the section we have bottles i kid you not these people are like just bugs just coming on to some garbage like what is wrong with y'all like now y'all want to talk to me because i got some couch with some alcohol like th- that's why i don't like talking to women because i'm it's like that is symbol and the social proof that oh he got a section wait a minute now okay he, he he's valid what does that mean though like this is why i say women gotta start thinking because like that section costs maybe a thousand two thousand dollars and they split it between some people you got the money to blow on it that's the money to blow on it just for a good time and so you're gonna give up that box because he had a section with some drinks no that's like that's really what you that's really what you breaking it down to (laughs) it was like that's where i'll be like i don't know but yeah, we can. That's for another conversation. Hey, that's for a, a conversation for a different day, L. Trying to, <laughs> yeah, you know, that just be irked me. I had to get that off my chest. I mean, yeah, and I seen it, so I understand where you're coming from because that that was a thing that I noticed. That was one of the reasons, like going to the club. I'm like, it's real superficial. I'm like, oh, wait a minute. Like, if you had seen me in general population, you wouldn't give me the time of day. You said nothing to me. Would have said nothing to me. Wouldn't have looked my direction. But as soon as I get the section, I got the bottle in my hand. All of a sudden, it's like, cool now. Or if I pull up in a Honda in the driveway versus I pull up in, I pull up in a Bentley. Now it's a whole different game. Just because I pulled up in a Honda, that's not the car that you seen on YouTube and little baby's uh, videos. So you think I'm? I just, this world is backwards. Pull up, pull up, and you got a roll in your wrist. That's why we different, though, because it's like a lot of women talk to us, and they be like, y'all can have a genuine conversation with us. 
And I'm like, have you not had a conversation with somebody who can talk? They're like, no, nah, all guys just be like, hey, you want to chill, come over? I'm like, you didn't have no conversation. Like, it was okay, but it wasn't just, and then like one of my homegirls told me she went over to some dude's house and like, he didn't even like have no conversation. He just sat on the couch, and like put his arm around her. And like, she was like, he forced the whole situation like five minutes. I was like, see, that's the difference between me, you, and people I hang out with versus other dudes. Yeah, um, what I think that is a, a product of is the superficial nature is taught or guys react to it in a manner that is like, I'm not even going to waste time trying to build a connection. I'm just going to go straight to what I want because sure. they feel like women do the same thing. Like if you don't have everything set forth for them, then uh, they're not going to give you the time of day. So when they do get the woman in their presence, it's about trying to close the deal rather than trying to conversate right. with them. We're still... Uh, you and I are largely old school, still from the standpoint of like, no, I want to have a genuine conversation. I want to talk with you as a human being first. Like, I still respect you as that. And then if other stuff happens, then so be it. You know what I'm saying? All right. All right. Good point, though. Good point. Uh, so now we go on to, and this one's actually, I think, a really good one. Men and women's ability to show emotion. Is there a double standard with that? Hmm. Yeah, but me, I want to kind of get serious on this one. Just, I think it depends on the individual's upbringing for men and women. Um, coming from African-Americans and just minorities, I know we typically have it a little bit harder growing up mm-hmm. just off of history and the statistics of things. So we've seen a lot more things, not all of us, but we've seen a lot more than maybe the average culture or whatever. So for us, we're taught, like I said, we was disciplined. We got whooped, this and this. We was taught, you crying, like, no, then just get up and go, what the heck are you crying for? So it's like, stop crying or something. And then you got to just stiffen up, take your chest out, whatever. So we are automatically from coming out of the womb to 24, 25, don't even have the, we don't have the right to show our emotions because we looked at as weak, we soft, or it's just, you just over here acting like a little girl. Like, so like, if you're around all your other peers and stuff, you're a little girl, why are you crying or why are you this? So it's like, when I tell people like, I haven't, like literally I haven't cried. Actually, I would say my ex did make me uh, tear up a little bit uh, uh, about like, two years ago. Cause like, I was like, that's how you know I love that girl. Cause I don't have no tears coming out of my eyes ever. And I was like, when I hurt her, I was like, dang, that's on me. But like, generally I don't have, I don't even like cry because I was just, like I said, just bringing brought up and stuff. It just doesn't happen. So um, I saw a thing on Twitter. It was like, they laugh at men for having mental, uh, mental uh, problems and stuff and just kind of facing their emotions. Like you got the Will Smith and stuff like that with the whole crying with the Jada at the red table talk. You had a uh, Tyrese or something. He was crying about his daughters. I forgot the other one, but it was like, men can't show their feelings because people laugh at that versus a woman they're just surrounded by emotion everything they do i feel like is through emotions i tell my mom all the time you got to stop thinking always through emotions not everything is about through emotions so it's like they're able we look at women say well we know they're a girl so they should be able to be emotional versus us we're tough we're supposed to be tough and like pay the bills do this and do all the manly stuff and we can't we're not supposed to cry so that's just my intake on it but yeah you hit the nail on the head i mean 
I could I'll peel back some of the layers, but I think what you talk about is it goes to even the way that we're taught or raised, like man up, don't yeah. be such a girl, you know, those type of things you get ingrained in you. So naturally, it's like if you even think of having a, an emotional response, like nah, I can't do that. You know what I'm saying? Like in my culture, it's like if you get a whooping, they'll tell you, if you if you even should it tear. I'll beat you more. So it's like, all right. <laughs> yeah, it's like, it's like, hey, I can't even cry. <laughs> <laughs> it's like, all right, I ain't crying. And so like, I always say like, the emotion kind of got beat out of you. Like, it's like, you you realize like, emotion comes with negative outcomes and negative consequences as a guy, right? Um, and like you said, African-American culture, but it really is being a guy across the board, right? And then on top of that, when it comes to um, double standards, right? Or arguing with men and women. It's like a woman can argue based on her emotions, I think. And it's like, that's, she's a girl. She's going to do that. It's accepted. But then if a guy is like, I feel like, well, I feel like this is wrong. Well, man up, or, you know, you have small dick energy or whatever the case may be. <laughs> You're insecure. Why are you being so insecure? You know, whatever the case may be. It's like, it's like, all right. Now, the consequence to that is okay, you tell guys they can't be emotional, so then they think with reason. Their reasoning and the thought process is, well, then I just don't trust women. Like guys who take on the you know more negative or the more, um, what's the word? The more volatile side of it is they, they just inherently don't trust any woman at all. They think every woman is out to just, you know, manipulate and dissuade. And that's why I think like shunning it and like shaming guys is like, a negative outcome because the fact is those impulses are still there right that emotion is still there that uh anger that resentment is still there so rather than working with that person that's sort of like hey, you got to have an outlet you got to go to therapy you got to have conversation you know who you can and can't talk to is important rather than just telling him to bottle it up because when you tell somebody to bottle it up it just festers and it brews until it explodes and once it explodes we say what happened well, he was trying to tell you and, you know, people shamed him for it. So that's where I take it very seriously. All right, my homegirl actually gave me a good point last night. She was like, I'm very emotional. And she's like, whereas you, you, you kind of cry in different ways. I'm like, what do you mean? She said, you cry through communicating. She was like, she's like, you would talk to somebody and you would voice your opinion why that hurts. Why, why would why would you do this? Like, how could we improve this? She's like, I think that's your way of crying to kind of blocking out the, she's like, you can't cry. She was like, but so many girls are like, I want to see you cry. I'm like, I just don't cry. Like, I don't cry to death for some reason. Like, it's just something wrong with me. But it's like, it's not that I'm trying to be tough. It's just, it doesn't happen. But she's like, I think you cry through um, just trying to be vocal and kind of voice your opinion. She's like, that's your way of crying. She's like, we're me. She's like, I'm gonna cry. She's like, I just cry and I get it out. That's my way of voicing my opinion is me crying. She's like, your way of voicing your opinion is just talking. And she's like, I was like, hmm, that's a good point. I never heard somebody say that. I was like, yeah, hmm, I never heard that one, but I don't Maybe you can good. cry through like speaking to people. Like if you say, why would you do this to me? This is why that affected me. Maybe that was your way of showing that that was your cry. Mm-hmm. I was like, hmm, interesting. Yeah, that was a good one. But, but see, the thing is what I always say is that it's okay not to be okay, especially as a guy. Because yeah, yeah. You're, you're told you're not supposed to show emotion. I'm just like, whatever it is, though, you got to find a solution or you have to find some way to heal or, you know, make peace or, you know, overcome that that negative impulse. Because what you don't want is for someone to never make, never really sort of resolve the issue. And then it manifests itself in the, in the you know, 
in a more harmful way, whatever that is, whether it's somebody you know, harming themselves or harming others, you know, is my main thing. But definitely what your friend brought up is very good. Now, I want to ask you this, though. Do you think men should be emotional, vulnerable with their women or not? That do I think? Yes, I do think they should be. But there's two sides to that. Peeling back the layer, like you said, it depends on how you was raised, like I said. So we struggle with that from people I'm around. We struggle with showing that because we ain't never seen nobody hug, hold hands, kiss, I love you. So it's hard for us to show that affectionate side. But on the flip side of it, a woman might say that they like that to be like emotional, cry, this and this. But like you said, you got little dick energy. You got little all that type of all that type of stuff where if you're crying, they'd be like, man, put your, put your stuff in your pants. Let's get it. You got to do this. You got to do that. I don't need you crying because I need you to be the man of the house. Mm-hmm. So it's like, okay, well, why should I cry? If, or why should I show you any affection or any emotions if you're going to sit there and just beat me down for it? But there's some women, I watched a video. She was like, I would love for my man to cry. She was like, that shows me that they care. That shows this. And he was like, no, you're going to do this. This is how you're going to feel about it. He broke it down. I kind of agree with him, but I also agree with the women. I was like, she might really believe that. Like, but like, I do agree with you have to, you have to be more, you have to put, it sounds horrible, but you have to put your, you have to have moments where you put your woman in place. You have to have moments when you um, be the man because they won't, not all women, but a lot of women won't respect you if you just be emotional and soft all the time. And my yeah. man, what is the point? Why are you being soft all the time? So but use it as a point of leverage against you. Yeah. And, and and my opinion is that men should not be emotional with their women. Like I'm just from my <laughs> Whoa, what? I don't think so, no. <laughs> not at all. Um, well, you got to explain this. <laughs> Why not? <laughs> I, I just think that it's, it's more productive if um, a woman doesn't have to see you that way. Um, now, like I said, you have to have a positive outlet, whether it's your homeboys, whether it's going to therapy, whether it's watching podcasts, whether it's listening to music, whatever the case is, you have to have something that you can kind of take that emotion and funnel it out somewhere else. But to, but to put that responsibility on your woman, I just don't think it's necessary. I don't think guys should have to do that. I don't think a woman should have to bear, um, the problems that her man's going through. I just don't believe that one um now that can be seen as negative i could be seen as toxic i could be seen as uh, destructive but the fact of the matter, and, it, and, and i acknowledge that it's probably a lot in my upbringing i've never seen my dad cry ever um he's yelled but never seen it um every person including myself that is shown emotion or some sort some sort of emotional vulnerability it's never worked out with the woman it's, the woman is always because Yes, I hear women say, oh, I want my man to be emotional. I want him to open up to me. I want him to be vulnerable. What you say and what your actions say are two different things. I've seen every action that a woman has shown when a guy shows even the slightest bit of emotion. There's either testing that comes along or um, she loses a bit of that primal protection or attraction to him because she feels like, "Mm, that's a chink in the armor. So that's where I stand on it. Ooh, I didn't really agree with you at first, but how you ended that, you ended that pretty well. I'm not gonna lie to you, but it's almost like we're almost made to have shoulders that cannot break. 
That's true. Yeah, you're supposed like, to be going as a man. Your masculinity is based on the amount of force and amount of weight you can bear on your shoulders. So it's like, who's going to pour into my bucket when I need somebody to pour in my bucket? Nobody. Your homeboy, I mean, it's, it's sad to say, and it's unfortunate, oh, wow. but you would say that you have, you should have a, um, a network of other individuals who understand the burden that you're going through, and you can at least kind of not vent, but you have them like to man. kind of... Yeah, yeah, you have them to kind of talk to. You have yeah. other people who understand what you're going through, right? Like you who's trying to climb up the corporate ladder, maybe you're dealing with a boss who's frustrating you, right? You're trying to navigate that corporate structure. Now, yes, your woman could work in corporate America and she could maybe understand what you're going through, but putting that burden on her, to me, shows a bit of like, okay, what's going to happen? Are you going to be able to pull through? As opposed to if you talk to that about your homeboy, they can kind of be like, yo, you got to do this. And they'll be able to give you real advice, not emotional advice. Um, Ooh, I came with bars. Okay, I ain't heard that one yet. I'm, that was nice. And it's not, again, it's nobody's fault. Like, I'm not saying that as a means to say that woman, it's a woman's fault or it's man's fault or whatever the case may be. I'm just saying my reality. And, and this is what Reality, not my reality. Yeah. Reality and nature and biology, it's not a it's not as good a practice for men to be emotionally vulnerable with their women as opposed to not. That's what my opinion is. That's a good one. Yep. Oh, wow. We're going to go to the next uh, segment. <laughs> I have nothing to sort say. Of, sort of lighten the mood up a little bit. So let's talk about first dates between men and women. Is there a double, <laughs> is there a double standard on that? And who pays on the first date? Uh, yes, there's a double standard with that. And I will be the first one to say there's a double standard to this goddamn topic. Um, yeah, they say men should pay for um, the first dates. You know, I don't agree with that, guys. You oh, know why? Why not, Mr. Or? Yes, I'm trying to get to know you. But the woman is like, well, you asked me on a date. Well, shoot. If you'd asked me on a date, then when I expected you to pay for my first date, you probably would still expected me to pay for the first date. I had women ask me, well, are you going to ask me out yet? I'm like, okay, well, let's go, let's go get some food or something. So I'm still having to pay food. I told you I got catfished on the second episode, I believe. Um, I got catfished. So I'm already like traumatized by, it's not like I spent a lot of money, but I spent $120 out of the tip at Papa Do's and I have never talked to that girl since. So it's like, do I think it's double standards? Yes. I feel like realistically we should come to the table and get a separate check because we're getting to know each other, but you know, in society they say that's not the gentleman thing to do, but it's like, to me, I don't have to pay. I don't have to pay for something to show that I'm a gentleman. I don't agree with that. Just because I'm That's paying cool. for you, does that mean that I'm not a gentleman? No, you're trying to get a free meal and you might not ever talk to me again. But if we if we come to the conclusion of, you know what? I had my meal, he had his meal. I want to be respectful. I was raised on, I can pay for my own stuff. I'm independent. All these women want to be independent. So it's okay. You should be okay with paying your stuff. So let's not go to some place that you can't afford because when I hit you with the separate checks to the waiter, you're going to look at me crazy. I think where we all go wrong is kind of like we expect men to pay for that like first date, whereas like I respect a woman if she says, you know what, 
we're getting to know each other. I'm gonna pay for my meal. You pay for your meal. And then we can go further. After that first date, I have no problem paying for the rest of the dates. I just want to make sure that a woman's not playing me. Because I go into the point of, I have a lot of girl homies who are like, I'm about to go get a free meal. The last thing you about to do is play with me. I keep telling people this. So if you think you about to get a free meal, I want you to ask me to go to Del Frisco's or go to these nice restaurants or Steak 48. I'm gonna hit you with the, I'm gonna hit you with the uh, separate checks, and then they gonna be like, "Oh, I forgot my wallet." But we got Venmo now, thank God, because now you can. Right. Now <laughs> ain't no excuse no more. But it's like being okay. That was a joke, but being all realistic, I probably would have paid for it, but. I'd have put her like I'd have put that asterisk on her like thing like you already expected me to pay for something mm-hmm. and you didn't even ask like do you mind paying like can I pay for something like you didn't even ask do you mind if I pay for this I appreciate people just having respect or a lot of women suffer with this suffer with it hard saying thank you after you take them out yeah. I don't hear no thank That's- you yeah. I don't hear thank you for taking me out to dinner it's just we go home and then we talking about nothing and then whatever. And, talk, and then maybe some people be trying to people pay for dinner just so they can get get the box. I don't give a dang about that. I keep telling you, I got a hand. I do not need <laughs> for nothing, bro. I keep I hand, no. <laughs> I'm not about to sit here and pay $150 for no dang steak and you to get a steak just so I can go here and just do something with you. I'll go home and go to bed and be happy. So that's my take. It's double standards because I think women need to start stepping up. Y'all say y'all independent. Y'all say y'all want equal rights. And I'm all for those. I'm all for everything. So we got to start acting the same. Thank you. And that was a rant by Mr. London Ogletree, ladies and gentlemen. (laughs) You feel better, brother? Yeah, Obi, you give me. Obi about to tell y'all that we should pay. He about to say some crazy stuff, (laughs) y'all. I'm still stuck on this boy. Said I got a hand. First, I got a hand. You think I need to pay for this hundred fifty dollars steak? Just to <laughs> box, but I go home and use my hand. Okay, this is what I'll say. Um, in an ideal world, we would like to say that the woman should go half. We should go half on a first date. Most guys' problem is they know that if they make the woman go half, you're not getting none at the end of the night, right? Goes back to what you said. And that's the truth. Women can disagree with that all they want, but I guarantee you, yep, let's go half. Mm, like the, t- TikTok has made this a meme. See, that's the thing. TikTok be telling on people, bro. Like literally there's a trend now where a guy asks his woman at the end of the day, babe, am I getting some at the end of the night? She says yes or no. If she says yes, he pays the full thing. If she says no, she doesn't. So again, it's literally a, a joke in our culture. But saying all that, I, like I said previously, I was always raised that you pay on the first date, right? You just set the tone that way. Um, now, have, having said that, I'm a person who likes to reciprocate that. And it's like, okay, me going and paying for a first date. Okay, so be it. All right, no problem. That's the first thing. But like, if you're a person, like you said, you don't say thank you, or if you like come off just, you're not engaging with me during the date. I owe you that. Yeah, exactly. No, that was exactly my point is that girls, I think the problem is many women have taken on the, the notion or the narrative, well, he owes me this. I'm a woman. He's supposed to do that. And I'm like, okay, right. Well, uh, all right. Then a guy's not supposed to give you commitment when you want it from him, right? If you give him the box and he's like, mm, no, nah, I don't think your, your, your habits don't indicate that you're going to be a good partner. 
he's well within his right to do that. Now it becomes a game, right, where women ask, why can't I never get a commitment out of a guy? Because those usually are some of the tendencies, some of the qualities in those type of women. The women who go out mill ticketing guys, ooh, he owes me this, usually can never, you know, get a guy to commit to them for a relationship, right? Um, so I think at the end of the day, what it all comes down to is that it's a respect thing. Yes, the double standard exists. Um, and again, it's one of those things like you're a man, you should pay. That's part of who you are. Fine. But as a woman, you should also be respectful and be a little courteous. Like my whole thing is I don't ever expect a woman to pay, but she gets serious brownie points for just like simply offering like something like, hey, you know, you want me to cover the tip or you want me to do this? Like that goes wrong. Something, something right. Or like, you know, I, I was asked this by, by like some of my woman homegirls. And that's the thing, too. They tell me the same thing. I'm going out and getting a free meal or, yeah, I'll go out, you know, just, you know, hey, it's free dinner, stuff like that. And then I had girls who asked me, like, would you want your girlfriend to pay half? Yes. Um, <laughs> <laughs> Here's the thing. What I say, I always try to find a compromise. So what I would say, let's let's say we're going on a date and it's dinner and movie. I say I pay for dinner and then she can pay for the candy when we go to the movies. Right, like I do this, and then she does that, and it's just a pay for the dinner, pay for the candy, something like that. Like <laughs> not one of us, not not. Oh yeah, because you're the guy, I want you to pay for the candy. I want you to pay for dinner. I want you to pay for the movie. I want you to pay for the movie tickets. If I want an extra bag of popcorn with butter, and I want you to pay for it. like all that, and then I can just sit here and be pretty, and maybe I'll think about giving you something at night. Maybe, maybe possibly if I feel like it, you know. But if not, or if you did the slightest thing, like you didn't tip him 20% instead of 15. You know, it's like, you know what women would do though? Or they do like, like, why are you trying to get this mm-hmm. out of me just because you pay for this? Say like as like that's that's perfectly like cool. so you're just doing this so you can get this. No, I'm, I'm gonna be realistic like, with you. I'm gonna sit here and be real with women because that's what I do. Uh, Most men, yes, they yeah. are paying for your dinner. And they're going to the movies to buy the popcorn, all this, so they can get the box. I'm gonna be real with you. That's a fact. No, I'm not real on this podcast. This yeah. is why I don't pay for the first date because I'm not here to just get that. I'm trying to get to know you. So what that comes with is, I think we should be 50-50 until I sit there and think and know that you are the right person for me, and you have shown your worth that and i showed my worth that you're comfortable with paying for me and i'm comfortable with paying for you i'm not about to just buy you stuff just because you're a girl that don't make sense to me so you mean you don't want to go out and buy her a birkin because she because saweetie said it? <laughs> no and that's what women be like like you're gonna buy me a bag because these girls have got their minds have got twisted by society in the generation people are buying stuff for free like my home girl just got flowers and a bracelet sent to her by her door like which that's that's slight stuff flowers flowers in a bracelet bracelet was like i think it could have been like three to four hundred dollars which it's cool i mean but the guy the guy i feel like he just did that because money wasn't a thing and you can buy somebody's love with money like if you have money and stuff like that you can buy a woman's heart it's not hard to Uh, buy i don't agree with that you can buy her you can buy her her box maybe but you can buy her love you, you can buy it's not love and it's not respect you can buy her look at all these look at all these celebrities that got money you why do they have buy the- her love and affection maybe but not her respect it's different why do you think all these celebrities have all these finest girls 
because they can afford it it's different though yeah it's like it's not like they these women probably wouldn't be with them if they was uh making fifty thousand a year that's a fact and i acknowledge that yeah i mean it's a reality so it is what it, it sucks it does suck, but it's a reality, and I'm not here to complain about it. It is what it is. Now, okay, what do you say, though, to the claim, then? Because I hear women say this a lot. I'm tired of men who don't have the money talking about going half, and, you know, that sounds like a broke guy problem. What would you say to that, then? Wanting you know to go half. And- I'm so comfortable in my skin because I know what I make and what I do, and I do well for myself. If a woman right. said, told me that, I would say, yes, I'm broke. I have nothing. <laughs> I have zero. No. I have nothing to my name. You think that woman telling me that I don't got nothing is going to affect me? Right. Because I'm comfortable in my skin. I know what I got in my bank account. I know what I got in my savings. I know what I got. That's so it's like you telling me that's a broke person's problem. I'm going to agree with you because you know what that showed me? You showed me your true colors. Thank you. That's what it that's is. what I wanted to you ain't about to sit here and make me not gonna oh, shame me, bro. You gonna shame me. Oh, you can't pay for this. I'm gonna sit here and say, Yep, I can't. I'm poor. Now are you I can't, I can't for you. No, I can't. I'm gonna just say, Can you pay for it? Because I don't got it right now. My car declined. I'm gonna just lie. Just so you think because it's sweet. Because you can do that, you can be that guy who got the jewelry, got this and this, and got nothing in their account. Like Yes, you you just blew all your money on all this designer, and now you ain't got nothing. Now a rainy day come. I was taught on save for a rainy day. Now your car break down, or these something needs to get paid, or something. You have a house, and your dishwasher or something breaks, and that costs about three thousand dollars or something, four thousand dollars. Oh, I just bought this Birkin Birkin bag, and I just bought this. I just bought that. Now I can't have this dishwasher or or this dryer now because it's all broke. See, Ooh. your priorities are not, not right. So that's why I just, I agree with women now when they be like, you ain't got nothing, you cheap. Like women that I talk to always know that I'm cheap. I got that from my dad because my dad makes really good money. Like, and he's the first to sit here and tell you he'd go to Outback. He, he'd he say, what I want for my birthday, I want a steak at Outback. People look at Outback as broke down steakhouse place now. Yeah. To him, that is State 48. And I go to <laughs> I go to Wingstop. He's like, why did you buy these wings? I could go get me a well, now wings is high as hell now. Right. I go get wings for like a dollar, dollar, dollar five ninety-nine cent a pound and come out to like $12, $13. He said, I got a whole pack of whole wings and I got a whole thing of uh five-pound potatoes. I cut up these potatoes and make french fries for me and eat for two weeks. And you just paid that for like the wing stop. And then my mind just started going differently because I'm like, dang, I am losing money by going to Wingstop, spending $30, $40 when I can go buy a pack of whole wings and these fries, uh, potatoes and make fries for two weeks. Like it's about stretching your money. And this is why people are rich. And this is why people who think like that are broke. And that's why I would agree with a woman when they sit there and say, well, he has broke tendencies because he won't pay for this. Yes, I'm broke. Thank you. (laughs) All right. Speaking of James today. Yes, sir. Alrighty. Final topic is a recent one that has Uh-oh. popped up. Um, shout out to the shade room. You know, I got this uh, last point from there, but it's the topic of uh, birth control. Is there a double standard between men and women birth control? You think? See, this is such a new topic, and I know it's not a dang double standard because this little, I don't even know if this is even real or just like a fake article, but if this is real and there's male birth control, yeah, 
I look at this like the vaccine. I'm sorry if we get on this topic and it's too political or whatever. I thought the vaccine came out a little bit too fast for my liking. Do I have it? Yes. Mm. But we're going to see what happens with my immune system down the line. But I think it took 20 years to make the flu vaccine. I forgot what the uh, thing was, but it took them 20 years to get the vaccine. It took us a year to get that vaccine. I look at the birth control with women and men. Kind of that. I didn't know they had birth control back in the day when my mom uh, was younger. I thought that just came out. But um, for women, they have birth control. And yes, it does mess up your hormones. And yes, but you guys have other reasons why you guys use birth control. Like it uh, regulates your periods every month and it slows it down. And it's not just because you're trying to stop pregnancy. It's like, but for men, y'all want us to get up. And I let Obi kind of touch point of it because like, I feel like he can give you like a real good uh analogy because we was talking about this at the gym so yeah i just think it's different because this just came out with birth control mm-hmm. like for males and it's like i did this for 25 years why would i need to take birth control now when i we haven't been worrying about the males birth control this far yet so we might as well just keep going at this point so i don't think there's a double standards and we're not telling women you have to take birth control we're just doing it to be safe so it's like we're not telling you have to take it so i'm gonna let obc if there's a uh double standard with this and he take it off so um when i found out about the article and i saw it uh my curious mind what i did was i pulled it on my instagram feed and i wanted to see whether guys were going to take it or not you know what i'm saying um, so when I did that, the results came back and the poll split 73-27 in favor of no, right? Now, I just did that as, as kind of a, you know, curiosity experiment. I had one woman reach out to me after that poll and I'm going to pull up the IG response real quick. Well, he got the evidence on this. I like to quote things accurately so what she said to me was and i quote lol so us women are supposed to keep on taking and trying new birth controls and having to deal with the side effects for something that benefits both parties yet y'all should not have to this emoji just asking for a friend now when i was asked that question i i initially didn't know how to respond to it you know, because I feel like that question was asked with a very implicit answer. My whole opinion has always been that it's not my place or anybody else's place to tell people what they should or should not take birth control. Uh, when I was asked would I take it, because she asked me that as well, um, I said no, at least probably not, because it's a new thing. And from the article, they're shown to be um, some hormonal deficiencies between men, possibly, and it had only been trialed in mice, not humans yet. So my response was that I was going to more likely than not take uh, condoms as contraception. Like that's what is tried and true. That's what works. Right. And let that be what it is. Um, now, she rebuttaled and said, well, if your partner didn't want to take birth control, but you did, but she wanted you to, would you do that? No. Right. No. And here's the thing, and why I bring this up is because if it gets to a point that you're now forcing one partner or the other to take birth control, and it's like, well, it's a man thing or a woman thing. No, at the end of the day, you as a human being have the right and have the choice to say, I will or will not take birth control. If it's that big of a deal, you know, as a man, you can choose to get snipped and get a vasectomy. That's one option. Or if you're a woman, 
um, you can decide to abstain from sex, right? Or, you know, there's other alternatives. So to me, I never, I don't think there's a double standard uh, like was presented or was asked to me, but I think um, it's a matter of choice and decision-making and the partner you choose. If your partner is trying to force, force you to do it, then you're with the wrong person is my opinion. What do you say to that? Yeah, you kind of alluded to that. Like nobody's forcing these women to take the birth control is like everybody I've been with has like been on birth control, whether that's the pill or the IUD. Mm-hmm. Like, I think it's just to a point now, like where I feel like women feel like they have to have it. Um, but I'm not forcing no woman to have it. And it's like, I'm not, I never told you, well, get on birth control because we about to have sex. Right. But it's like, I feel like women on the back end, like, well, if this was y'all, would y'all take it? No, like nobody even told y'all to take it. Plus there's more research on your side of it, even though you guys know the side effects that can come with the, with the birth control. Like I'm not like, this is just coming out. And if it's were a thing, I don't feel like I should take it because I already went 25 years without taking it and I haven't had a baby. So it's like, I have condoms and I have the, birth control that you already I don't need three different things at that point if I'm supposed to have a kid out the two of them then I'm supposed to have a kid but um yeah I don't agree with that at all on the double standards because nobody's forcing these women to get that so there's no double standard when choices um inherent you know right now as far as liking it or not that's a different thing it's like I said at the very beginning we cannot like things like woman cannot like that she has to take uh, birth control or usually they have women experiment birth control but to say that oh well it's not fair or it's a double standard like nobody's forcing you to have sex nobody's forcing you to take it right but there's a consequence to every decision we make as a man if you don't wear condoms you risk getting an std and you risk having a, a, a child right or you 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 lose the decision at that point because the right. woman can decide to abort it she can decide to have the child or not but that's the thing that you deal with as a man. A woman choose to get on birth control or not. Um, if you don't get on, then you risk having the child or not. Um, so that's, I think, kind of the take home with that is just uh, choice and decisions are a beautiful thing. And, you know, there's no double standard, I don't think, when it comes to male and female birth control. But that was an interesting dynamic and just having someone kind of rebuttal and um, react was interesting for me. I agree. I definitely agree. All right. London, we got to the end of the list. Got through a good episode this week, man. Um, but as always, you got to leave, leave a final gem and just final thoughts on, on what we kind of thought to talk about today. I mean, what do you think has been taken? I definitely think this needed to kind of be talked about. Like I said, this podcast here is just something that me and Obi talked about the gym and like we wanted to be as authentic as we could be and just be genuine. So it's like, sometimes we're laughing, sometimes we're joking, sometimes we're serious, but it's just kind of all the things that we've already talked about and without having a camera in front of us. So it's like, now it's, we're just trying to help other people around the world who might have other situations, other problems that they're going through the same problems as this double standards. What do you think men should do like male and females with body counts? So just several things that are not talked about that we're trying to just touch points on and we're not here to do things for likes or views or we're just, we're just being us. So um, I definitely think this is a conversation that was needed on double standards because both parties and both genders are like 
what is this? What is that? Like, why is this happening? Just come look at our uh, podcast. And y'all have all the answers from there. So there you go. We had to drop all the gems. <laughs> we had to give out education, the entertainment, and all the things yeah, watching and encapsulated. But that's going to wrap it up for this week's episode of Four Inside Podcast. Remember, don't forget to subscribe to us on all your listening platforms. You know, Anchor, Spotify, Podcasts, as well as YouTube. We're dropping clips for y'all on our IG page. You can follow London at London Ogletree London, IG. London underscore Ogletree is my IG. And OB underscore Mike is my IG. Follow us there. Reach out to us. Ask us any questions. Drop any episodes, suggestions, any topics that y'all want us to cover, and we'll get it done for y'all. But this has been your host, Mike Obi, and once again, this is Four Insight Podcast. Appreciate you. It's your boy, London Ogletree, back for some more gems. We out. Probably won't. I took some risks, some people probably won't. That's how we're grateful for the fruits of all my labor. Hard to live and know you.